Okay, people, we're on our seventh episode together. One more to go. Over the last six episodes, we've covered an overview of censorship and topics including self-censorship, language censorship, media censorship, gender censorship, and government censorship. In this episode, we're going to take everything we've discussed and throw it into practice. So, if you've missed something or would like a refresher before diving in, then bow out now. There was the awkward silence, which means it's time to get started. Now, we already kind of touched on this in our discussion of government censorship, so I thought it would be a good place to start this episode. I could spend hours talking about governments like China or Russia, who often utilize government censorship. It's easy to think of China with its control over the internet, or Russia and its unofficial war on journalism. However, I would like to draw our attention once again to the United States, particularly President Donald Trump. Over the past three years, from 2017 to 2020, the Trump administration has been in an ongoing lawsuit involving the First Amendment and Trump's Twitter accounts. Since becoming president, Trump has used his account to give official announcements, and he has also been continuing his practice of blocking his Twitter critics. My Check It Out article goes into some more detail about the specifics. Regardless of whether you agree with his policies or not, that's not the point here. The point is that the Trump administration attempted to silence the voices of its constituents, many of whom were criticizing Trump's actions. Putting aside all of the concerns about democracy, this is a real and recent example of government censorship, which was accomplished utilizing media censorship. Unfortunately, as we're discussing censorship in practice, there is no fun quiz to take this time. But there is another Check It Out article. This sequel article goes into detail about book banning. This is one of the most commonly practiced forms of censorship. Depending on how the book is challenged and then subsequently dealt with, we can see examples of language censorship and media censorship. In more recent years, a lot of the most challenged books have included LGBTQIA content, so we've also been seeing gender censorship. As of yet, we have not seen the government take too much of an interest in this, though that may soon change if we're not careful. When this year's Banned Books Week rolls around from September 27th through October 3rd, look a little closer at some of the titles. Surprisingly, a lot of them are children's novels. I'm not asking you to read any of them, but be aware and ask yourself this. At what point do parents go from ensuring their child's well-being to censoring their child's independence? Wow, a heavy question followed by an awkward silence? I'm on a roll here. But really, if we ever get to leave our houses and actually interact with other people, I suggest you pay a little closer attention to stuff like schools, libraries, governments, and look at what they choose to say. It can get a little depressing, but it can also often be a lot of fun. This is me, signing off. Until next time.